Hola, mi gente. Welcome to another episode of 831 Comadres, where, where nothing's, nothing's off the, the table, table cuando estás entre comadres. I am Samantha. I'm Frenchie. And we are very happy to be coming to you from Salad Bites Media Studios in the beautiful old Salinas, town. California. <laughs> <laughs> Today we're in studio and joined by a lovely guest. Guest, please introduce yourself. Hello, <laughs> lovely listeners. My name is Lisa and I'm happy to be here. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> for all you that don't know, this is like our coven sister. She is our coven sister. She's like yes. our best friend and forever, like what, two years now? Yeah. We're family. Well, I, two years, but I have to say, I feel like when your friendship develops in the pandemic, it's like five or ten fucking years. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. a whole other level of yeah. like You get an extra support. decade. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the amount of support that is lent through a yes. pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, We've you had can add a decade. ten years worth of crises in the last couple yeah, of years. Yeah, we did. We've exactly. been through a lot this li- Yeah. You want to know what it is? I think it's a lot of growth has happened for all, all of the women mm-hmm. in our group. And so that's why all of our relationships, I feel, are like so solidified because yeah. we've been able to um, help and encourage one another through periods of yeah. growth. And I think that's like the hardest types of friendships to find, yeah, right? Yeah. Most people want you for like the person that you are right then yep. and there in that moment. Like, I agree. So, but yeah. then the universe yeah. brought us together. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what is our, our little very easy uh, white witch joke, remember? Oh. <laughs> I, I remember I asked you guys, I said, oh, guys, if we're a coven and I'm the only white girl, <laughs> does that make me the white witch? So am I Stevie Nicks? <laughs> I remember reading on the group message and I started cracking up. I think I was at work when I read that and I look like a crazy person. Yes. I remember when I thought of it, I looked at Anthony and was like, I want to tell them this, but I don't know. Like, <laughs> oh, so you got the, uh, the, I had it like is, a while before I shared it with you guys. So I was just like, I don't want them to think I'm saying like, you guys, I'm the Stevie Nicks of the group. <laughs> that's not what it was. It was just You're like, I'm yeah. just, I, I'm going to listen to it in my head for a couple <laughs> yeah. weeks to make sure it hits right. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I totally feel that. I may or may not have done that a couple times before I sent a DM. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> oh, I just want to make sure it hits right. Saved. It's a draft. People. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That's like a tweet. That's what I tweeted one time. Like you think about writing it, and then you're like writing the tweet out, and you're like, nah, fuck this, and you start deleting the shit or leaving it in the drafts. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But keep it on your notepad. Yeah. 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 We could go on like this for hours and hours and hours if you'd let us. But the topic of today's show, and the reason why we brought Miss Lisa on today, is because um, we wanted to talk about like meditation, right? Mm-hmm. And you do a lot of like guided meditations and that's one of the ways that I came to be introduced to you you know mm-hmm. what I mean was through women's circle um and you helped to to facilitate that night and did a, a guided meditation which I found so super relaxing oh, is I don't know for me a lot of the guided meditations sound really like este way like, <laughs> you know what I mean like come on bro I just can't with the little birds in the back like just stop <laughs> like, yeah it can be kind of cheesy for yeah, sure yeah for sure that's the way it but all yours had, isn't like that I exactly don't know. Yeah. that's the way it all came off yeah. to me before and then when you did your guided meditation I was like all right I can get into this um, I'm listening okay what was our first okay. meditation that we did with Lisa was it the first full moon I mean no I think the first one I did was in women's circle Oh, that's Eva right. And Sarah had asked me to, and I think we did a chakra meditation. Yes, the first we did. Because right, I remember touching my stomach one. and doing the, yes, I remember. Yeah. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. The yeah. light, the light. Yes. That was such a big thing for me because meditation's been such a big part of my life for almost 10 years, but mm-hmm. it's been so private. 
and mm-hmm. I've wanted people to share it with. And mm-hmm. so when I found you guys, I was so happy. And when they asked me to come do that in the group, I just remember being like, oh, my God, this is another like part of my life that's starting getting to share this with people and it has yeah. been yeah. you know it so really beautiful. has been yeah. I didn't realize that that was like one of the first was that the first time or was it just one of the first times that you had shared it with a big group like that it was the first time I had shared it where I was leading it oh, I nice. have taken a lot of classes mm-hmm. on meditation and mm-hmm. on spirituality and on actually manifestation that's kind of where I started my study was in manifestation and you work in small groups you work Mm -hmm. you know to help people Mm -hmm. work on things but outside of these classroom settings except with my husband that's the first time I'd ever led other people through it so it was such a that's so cool I didn't know that yeah Yeah. 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 and that and we were doing groups of like 20 to 25 girls at that shitload of people yeah yeah before covid yes (laughs) pre-covid pre-covid we gotta say that actually I was talking to a good friend of the show Miss Andrea and um we were talking about women's circle I was telling her how women's circle has played such a major role in my life Mm -hmm. you know and um and she was was, I was telling her how like the event brides like they would go up and they would like sell out. Yeah. I mean, it's a free yeah. thing, but you know what I mean? They would go like, out like that in like two hours. It was like a thing. You know what I mean? It was yeah. crazy. You know, I told my coworkers too, like, oh, you guys don't understand. I miss women's circle. They're like, so, what's that? And I'm like, one of my coworkers, like she has a lot of builds in her. And I was like, bitch, you need to go to women's circle. <laughs> Let me tell you, when we have something, I'm inviting your ass over. And she starts cracking up. Like, no, yeah. you're going to, you don't, you're going to find tears that wasn't even like in within you that it was okay to come out with yeah. that day. But you're going to love it. And That's true. Yeah. Hopefully you love it. So talk to us a little bit about and you touched on it like just briefly right now. But you said that you started your studies like in manifestation. But what was like the thing that kind of brought you to the like awakening yeah. of meditation or yeah. what woke the you? whole world? I sure. guess I guess part of it was in childhood. I went to a Waldorf school when I was a kid, so I was a little hippie. But that <laughs> was a pretty short period of my time. I then went to regular school, you know, Went away to college, was kind of wild. And then in my 20s, I experienced some really severe depression. Just Mm -hmm. really dark. Uh, It was later I learned trauma that I had to work through. But in my (laughs) 20s, it just felt like hopelessness. Like real, real dark hopelessness. Mm -hmm. And I I spent some time on medication. You know, I thought psychiatry was the way to Mm -hmm. fix that. And I don't remember how this book came to me, but I know it was given to me. And it was The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. I recommend it to everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, And there was this line, and he said in it, you are not your thoughts. You are not the voice in your head. And then it said, well, then who am I? And it said, you are the one who listens. And in that moment, something shifted in me that has never shifted back. So that was 2012. And it's been a path since then of, of meditation, of classes, spiritual classes, learning self-healing through manifestation, and just a lot of trauma clearing. But for me, I don't think everybody who, quote unquote, wakes up has one moment that changes them. But for me, reading that book, I can remember where I was on my couch. I can remember the way the light was coming in. And there was this freedom in like, I don't have to be this miserable voice inside my head, this narrator that's like constantly judging and saying shitty things and Mm -hmm. saying you're not good enough and saying you're wrong and comparing and 
regretting. It was like, that's not me. Oh my God. Like what freedom, you know? And, and there was a lot of hard work after that. It wasn't like all of a sudden I was cured, (laughs) you know, but that I decided from that moment on medication for me wasn't the right choice. It serves a lot of people, but for me, it wasn't doing Mm -hmm. anything. And I just really beautiful things started to happen. The right books showed up, the right people showed up. And I started, yeah, (laughs) I started this amazing, just kind of spiritual journey that the last like 10 years of my life I've really been. So that's so awesome. It's so amazing that you could pinpoint like that exact like line that really helped to, to open up your mind and be like, I don't got to think or, you know, my thoughts this way. Yeah. Yeah. And I love the way you put that to like, like a shift, right? Because the way that I explained it to somebody recently for my journey, I was like, you know, like, it it was like a pivot. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I played basketball for a long time. So I'm like, I know that I'm still this person. And so like, when you play basketball, you pivot, but one foot needs to be planted. If not, it's a travel, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? So, so yeah. So when you pivot, you have that one foot planted and you have that other one to kind of motion and move right and so I'm like I still am who I am Mm -hmm. and my roots are are still you know what I mean very firmly planted but I can shift into this other mindset or and for me it was the way that I very similar to you the way that I spoke in my head you know what I mean like Yeah. I'm and a worrier. The, the voice in our head is always saying, I this and I that, right? Mm-hmm. And so we're so identified as if that's us. Mm-hmm. And while a personality, it's a huge part of us, it's in my opinion, we are the soul inhabiting the body where our soul is, is almost observing our human experience, you know? Mm-hmm. And so my last 10 years has been a journey to connect with that part of me. Yeah. And the amazing thing that's happened is the more I meet that like spirit part of myself, if you're Christian, you can call it the Holy Spirit. You know, the Buddhists would call it your Buddha nature. You can call it Christ consciousness, whatever you want to call it, your soul. The more I meet it, the more my external life improves, mm-hmm. you know, and it's we like, both go, yes. <laughs> the less I care and the less I'm like identified with my career the better my career is. The mm-hmm. less I'm identified with, I'm a mom, I'm just a mom, because it's so easy to get caught up in mm-hmm, that, right? Yeah. The better, I'm a better mom. When I'm not, when I'm really identified with that, like, eternal part of me, then when I'm acting as a mom, I'm a better mom. And when I'm acting as an insurance broker, I'm a better broker. Mm-hmm. And I'm a better friend. And I'm a better wife. And I'm so much more better at these roles when I'm coming from this deep part of me that is my authentic self. Yeah. Do you feel, were you raised in a very uh, religious home? (laughs) So, (laughs) I mean, I'm from Salinas, so there's a lot of Catholicism. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hi. Right. Yeah. But probably one of the reasons I'm so open is I, my house was haunted as a kid. Like, yes, that's why I love you. (laughs) Legitimately, like, call the priests. The house is haunted. Like, wait, when mm-hmm. we say haunted, do we mean like I've heard a couple on. of these stories because yeah. Miss Lisa and I play date. <laughs> well, hold on. I, we, well, I don't know, and the listeners yes, don't so, know, yes. so I gotta ask: Is it like haunted, like exorcism bullshit? Tell like, the stories. Girl. Almost like conjuring type, or like a nice spirit in your home. Like, oh, it was a mix of both, honestly. Oh, really? So there had been a few deaths. My family did end up researching the house because it was 
things were just so strange. You gotta tell me which house after. Um, my parents still live there. They've been oh, there since 1985. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go. She says it's fine now. That's the thing, though. And it was strange. Things happened. You know, there were weird sounds. There were things like that. But as we got a little bit older, it started to get creepier. <laughs> and the last straw for my dad was we were watching TV on Halloween. And the newscaster Halloween. says, uh-huh. I love it. The newscaster says, watch out for ghosts, goblins, and ghouls tonight. And as soon as he says that, a book falls off the shelf. And <gasps> I go, daddy, daddy, the book fell. How old were you? It was the fucking Bible. <gasps> oh. <laughs> How old were you? I, let's see, the house was blessed in the early 90s, so like five. You were a baby still. I was young, yeah. But I remember, Dang. like, at night, hearing the footsteps and, like, watching the shadows go across the door. Oh, my God. And I used to just say, I'm safe because the old lady protects me. And I didn't know what that meant. I just knew there was an old lady that wouldn't let anything bad you happen to me. You had that vibe, but it was. I a, did. Mm-hmm. Oh and then, God. you know, after we get the house blessed and the church comes in and stuff, we find out that there was an old lady who died in the house. And I lived, my room was her granddaughter's room. Oh. So it was like. It wasn't for nothing. You know what I mean? Like, are you the only person that remembers saying or everyone's like, no, Lisa used to say everyone knows my dad. My dad is the most straight laced accountant. Like he owns a CPA firm. My dad's an accountant too. (laughs) And he has he talks openly about it because he Mm -hmm. had to go to the church and he's like, you're going to think I'm crazy. I need you to come in and get rid of some ghosts in my house. (laughs) And the priest was like, Mike, that does sound crazy. But you are the most logical man I've ever met. And if you say that, then I believe you. So, so all right, let me they, pack like, some they, candles they, and yeah. some crucifixes. <laughs> and, and some holy water. Over. Yeah. And my parents were at an Episcopal church, so they had to consult the Catholics. Oh, my because God. Because that's what happened. Wait, what is that? I grew up Episcopal, yeah. too. Yeah. Okay, I'm confused. St. Paul's, yeah. What, what's that? I don't know what. Episcopal is a more Catholic liberal life. form <laughs> of a Catholic church. So, like, our priests oh, are allowed to be married. Women can hold any. I was raised a Catholic Catholic. Yeah. We started Catholic Catholic, and then my mom made us studies with the Jehovah's Witnesses, and then we ended up Christian Light, which is Episcopal. And mm. I was like, you know what? Women can do things here. I, people I'm kind are of welcome. into it. Yeah. 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 They, mm-hmm. yeah my, my grandma on my dad's side was Catholic, and she was so pissed we weren't. Like, every time we went over, she was throwing rosaries at us. Really? Like, oh, oh yeah. my God. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. she was, we were a big disgrace that we didn't stick with Catholicism. <laughs> <laughs> I loved that church, though, man. We probably played together when we were younger and we don't remember <laughs> we it. Because whenever, and we don't yes, even know it. Yeah. Because when they would do a lot of stuff together, like the English <laughs> congregation and the Spanish mm-hmm. congregation during Christmas time and oh, during together. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Because the Spanish congregation, they would get together at like during the holidays and stuff like that. Yes. They would get together during like Christmas, Easter. The the English congregation had church at like ten o'clock in the morning. Yep. And we had church at 12. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. we're Mexican. <laughs> so we go Mexican time. Yes. <laughs> Can't get up that early. <laughs> yeah. They, so, the, the white one, we even had one at eight. Like there was one at eight for the people who wanted to get up really early. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then one at yeah. 10. Yeah. Dang. At Sacred Heart, there was a seven o'clock mass, I think, at the time. Jeez. Yeah. I remember they tried, my dad wanted to, want to go early just to get out of the way. I was like, fuck, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm going right at 12. Mm-mm. Damn. Anyways, but so your dad went to the priest. Yeah, yeah. And they came in and they they consulted the Catholics because, you know, they know exorcisms and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and they came in and they did Eucharist in the center of the house and did salt and, like, said a prayer in every room. And we all felt it. Like, 
after that, the house was different. Stuff stopped happening. I had friends that were too scared to come over to play. Really? Oh, yeah. I have friends to this I would day have been that are over. like, your house was so scary. <laughs> I know. <laughs> You're like, yeah. That's so crazy you say that. You, they use salt to, like, protection, right? Mm-hmm. And it's so funny, like, as, you know, my witchy self. Like, it's you use salt to protect yourself in, like, bad things. And I don't know why I thought of Hocus Pocus. <laughs> I was just going to say that. Just we were like, thinking fall it. or, like, yeah. something. She's, like, trying She's, to like, going around in circles because the bad witch and all, like, yeah. the sisters. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's I didn't know that. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was. And and I think <clears throat> even though my my spirituality probably wouldn't be considered, like, traditionally Christian today, mm-hmm. my faith has always been strong because I saw there was something bad in the house. There was something scary. They came in. They called upon white light. They called upon the power of the creator Mm -hmm. and commanded it to change. And it did. And so to me, even though, you know, I don't necessarily have a real linear traditional faith now, I have such a faith in who created me. And I am so Mm. divinely supported and it's unshakable. You know, I'm like, you can't have a haunted house one day and then not an hour later. Unless there's something like pretty powerful, you know. Yeah, that's no, crazy. I love that. That's, I, I love the way that you talk about it and the verbiage that you use, because I think that it's very like universal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's it's very what are the words? I'm, non-offensive. That's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel like so much time, so often when you talk about spirituality to anyone who is very religious, they feel very offended. Yeah. You know what I mean? And when you use verbiage like, you know, faith and, mm-hmm. you know, when they feel very attached to things mm-hmm. like that, like faith. People want to own God. And that's crazy yeah. to me. It's mm-hmm. like, how are you going to have ownership on the creator? Like where, what, how human is that? Like how much smaller can you be to be like, I know the one way. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, and it's yeah. tough because I respect if you're a Christian and like Jesus lights up your heart and that makes you a good person. I love that. Unfortunately, I haven't received that same love back. Thank you. From most of those people. And mm-hmm. that's hard because I'm like, I <clears throat> I I love your your relationship yeah. with God, with what your creator, you know, love mine. Yeah. It's you funny know? you bring that up about, you know, like the christians you know the see like god love and everything which is great too but it's funny you bring that up because it's like the whole i'm not sure if you probably heard about it or seen it or because i obviously again tiktok um <laughs> shut up you I need see. to get off of tiktok <laughs> Bitch, i send you videos you like that <laughs> i'm gonna send you keep sending you videos Jesus. there's the thing about Lil Nas x and his video have you heard about that yeah yeah, yeah and have you seen it or heard about it or maybe you know Lil Nas X I, guy. I mean I've I've heard about the whole thing with like the shoes no and no like, no no this isn't the shoes this is about the video that he made about his new song yeah oh you heard okay so it's that reminds me it's like the Christians are so against it because it's going to hell yeah but I mean I kind of did the whole dialogue and the whole like section section it doesn't bother me personally mm-hmm. but some people are really pissed off about I it. I saw he said something about those of you saying this to me already thought I was going to hell. So what's your problem with me embracing mm-hmm. that? And I was like, good for him, you yeah. know, because I don't I don't know what's going on exactly. He made so a music. He made a music. He's gay. Lil Nas X, he's gay. Okay. And he made a video about, I don't even know what the song's about, but basically the video is like he's in heaven. But then I guess because he shows that he's gay or something that shows like that he is gay, he's pole dancing down to hell okay and then pretty much i see clips here and there of the video and then too and it's just like he's basically living satan a lap dance 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's a lot to process. Like, first I didn't get it, but now when I saw it, I was just like, oh, this is what it means. And then when I saw what he wrote or he tweeted about, you know, and I was like, okay, well. I mean, it's obviously for shock value. You oh, know, of course. The fact, the fact the that numbers. people think that, like, I, I don't and know. People are How really, does this tie into because meditation? Because you talked about, like, the Christian light and, like, I just kind of tied everything together. I was like, oh, it makes sense because people think of one way and then the other way. It's just like. it's Yeah, yeah. it's definitely. It's, you know, my brain, it works different. There's so many. And it's <laughs> Wait, not what? It's not just Christianity, though. Mm-hmm. A lot of the, I think they're Abrahamic religions. It's like if you don't believe exactly like us, mm-hmm. you're damned forever. That's the one. And I, I left. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> the last time I tried to go to a Christian church because I tried. I've tried on and off. I really wanted it to work for me. The, <laughs> I did. I was like, come on. I'm a it's good person. Like, I was teaching Sunday school. I was trying. It was. It's like. Oh, you it's, are a great person. Shush up. Thank you. <laughs> you are. I feel like it's all. That must be like the internal dialogue sometimes. And I don't know. And I, you know, what's like people who are gay, like, I want this to work. Like, I'm, I'm trying to love this woman. I want to be straight. I right. swear. You know what yeah, I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. I'm, yeah. Is yeah. that you were like, well, I wanted this to work. So. Yeah. I can remember sitting there and the pastor was talking about, they played The Ring of Fire by Johnny Cash. And I'm like, oh, I love that song. Yeah. That, that was oh, that's <laughs> such a good of, song. kind of cool. Like, this church is really trying, you know. And then the message was, sorry if you're gay burning in hell, ring of fire. Sorry if you're having premarital sex, you know, sorry, you know, you're going to burn in hell. And oh, if you're a really good Jew, but you know, and you could be doing like missionary work your whole life, but if you're a Jew, sorry, burning in hell. And I got up and I left and I started crying in the parking lot. And I was like, never, ever, ever again. I can't do that. Like, how can you sit there and tell a child, Jesus loves you just the way you are, unless... Yeah. Enter, 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 you know? Mm-hmm. And so I have met Christians that are amazing and have this love within them that they exude. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I think the <laughs> organization as a whole is not doing a really <laughs> great job of like yes. what their whole founder, <laughs> like their leader, everything he said, they're kind of like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> love everybody. Mm, I don't know. Not so much. <laughs> Except for those guys. Yeah. But that's the whole like foundation, right? Of christianity and like the the basis of like the foundation of this country even it was based on like a a very white christian society Mm -hmm. so but and it and it was just for them because black people they're the other and Mm -hmm. native americans Mm -hmm. and first people's nations like they're the other like you know what i'm saying like or first nations peoples i should say like they're the other so it's like this is built for us so all these wonderful things exist and you're in the land of the free and the home of the brave unless exactly. you're melanated. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So it's very, I mean, yeah. they're st- at least they're staying on par, girl. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, I, <laughs> I'm here to tell you firsthand, they they also don't like you even if you are white, if you don't agree with them. <laughs> I've learned that one firsthand. So, yeah. <laughs> Ew, that's a tough one, man. And I, yeah, that that's a whole makes me yeah. think very deeper into that. And and it's I recently saw something and it spoke to me at the time, but it said um, when people show you who they are the first time, listen, America has shown us who they are, motherfucker, <laughs> and it continues to do that. Exactly, we're the ones that need to listen. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Jesus. Anyway, back to meditation. (laughs) The reason I had brought that up was because I know 
oftentimes that people who are very religious don't necessarily refer to meditation as meditation, but Mm -hmm. more so as like prayer. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so I just kind of wanted to know like, yeah, kind of make that distinction of whether you come from like, well, I mean, I know, but I guess for our (laughs) listeners of coming from more of that religious kind of aspect and realm or the more spiritual realm. And I oftentimes for me myself, like I am people will ask me if I'm religious and I say I was raised religious, mm-hmm. but now I'm very spiritual mm-hmm. um, because I don't know. I told my mom that she gets to, mad. <laughs> my mom used to get really, really mad at me. My at mom first. gets really, she still gets upset with mm-hmm. me. My mom, I kind of told her if I'm ever blessed with kids, I'm still going to baptize my kid. I still believe in that. That's one thing, but I don't think primera comunión confirmation. I don't, I mean, quinceanera was fucking fun for me, but I don't think it's valuable to be known as a woman type of thing that I've seen, you know, as yeah. a, you know, traditional Mexican families or They're Latinos. Um, yeah, yeah, I told my mom that and she got pissed. Yeah. She was like, the fuck? She looked at me with those <laughs> eyes and she's all like, I will fucking pay for everything. I was it's like, not well, about that's money, not the thing. Right? And, but my mom, she was, again, like this conversation again earlier, it's like we were all, I was born in a very Catholic mm-hmm. family. And sometimes I really feel like that because, you know, we're all going through like a spiritual path. And I can say thanks to you, Lisa, too. I get all geeked out when I when I text you about my cards. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then, yeah, so it's just like I feel sometimes my grandma like why, you know, because my grandma was like a very true devout Catholic. But then I found out later she was also devout to the Santa Muerte. Which I'm like, that's why I'm so attached to her. Mm-hmm. But anyways, that's another story. <laughs> we can go on to that later. Yeah. But meditation, yes. <laughs> yeah, I definitely, I definitely am more spiritual than religious. I do attend a church in Pacific Grove. It's called the Center for Spiritual Awakening. And it is not a denominational church, but it is considered like spiritual science. So they mm. really, really merge. Quantum. I believe in science. <laughs> but it's, it's, I love it because they're constantly proving proving God with with science and proving science with God. It's it's quantum physics and it's ancient religious study and it is it's so I, I mm-hmm. love it. I it's, love it. It's you've talked to me about some of the topics and stuff and it sounds super fascinating to me. Yeah. Yeah, so um, that's where I've done most of my study. And before I really meditation was something I fell into for self-healing to really help me when I was feeling depressed mm-hmm. to help me when I was no longer taking medication that was going to quiet my mind you know mm-hmm. I needed to learn how to do that um, but what my church and what I spent years studying was really a type of scientific prayer that is used to manifest and it is considered the scientific method of manifestation Ooh. And um, I like that. Talk to us about this. Yeah. yeah. So my teacher, Dr. Bill Little, studied with Louise Hay. If you guys have heard mm-hmm. of Louise Hay, so they studied together in New York under Raymond Charles Barker, and it was like early 1900s when this scientific religious study started, I suppose. And there's just this really particular method of manifestation that. I'm a practitioner of. It's not something I talk about a lot because I don't do a lot of it, but um, I've done, they call them treatments. That sounds really science fiction-y to me. <laughs> and so I, I always try to- And it was the 1900s, so they didn't have they, all the verbiage, yeah, different yeah. vocabulary. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it's, yeah. So I like to call it um, like a co-creation prayer. I did nice. one for someone who he wanted a truck. And I recorded it for him and I, you know, did my little thing that he would get a truck and he got a truck. And he told me I should call it meditate to create. 
because mm, that's like really that. when I do it, I try to get whoever I did it for you and Ami for your house the same yes, night that I was I, just gonna yeah, say that the same <laughs> night that I did it for his truck. Um, mm-hmm. I did one for you guys for your house. Yeah, and, oh, bitch, do one for me. <laughs> Tell me so, what you want, girl. <laughs> in our little, I'll just attest to some of the the power that you have exactly is um we did a a very intimate small women's circle and we were talking about during that time i can't remember what phase of the moon it was the summer solstice oh okay yeah yeah. (laughs) and so they were talking about you know manifestations and what you want for yourself and your life and stuff like that and that was Mm -hmm. kind of yeah and that was our our prompt you know for that that time of year and stuff and so (laughs) At the time, I I had a roommate, and I was really wanting to have a space that was just for Amelie and I. And I was like, oh, I want an apartment. And so in my mind, I was like, yeah, I need to get a job that pays me X amount of money per month. Mm -hmm. And then I'll be able to, like, comfortably rent an apartment for Amelie and I. But that's not really the life that I wanted to live, you Mm -hmm. know? And that's never... Because in my mind, that's like, oh, you... God, it's so expensive to live here. The only <laughs> way to live here as a single mom is to sell out to the man and do the <laughs> nine to five. And I'm like, I want to raise my daughter. I want to have the ability. Like today, I took her to the beach mm. because it was beautiful mm-hmm. outside, and we were at the beach at like one o'clock in the afternoon. Who else gets to do that? Yeah, you know, what I was I mean? jealous and of everyone so, going to the beach today. <laughs> yeah, be jealous of me, bitch. It was gorgeous. <laughs> so I was cute. out there with the baby. Oh, she was so good too, my girl. I love you. <laughs> But anyhow, yeah. And so I was just like talking to to the girls and I was like, yeah, I really want to have my own place. And like, so I feel like what I want to manifest is like a job, like a really good paying job. And Lisa stopped me and she said, is the end goal, the like, what's the end goal? What do you want the job for? Mm-hmm. You know? And I was like, well, I want the job so that I could get the place. And she was like, no, then you have to manifest the place. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily have to come from the job. Do you want the job? And I'm like, no, I don't want the job. (laughs) Don't make me to go back to work, please. Like, you know what I mean? And I will if I have to. I mean, but I I make certain sacrifices in my life so that I can create the life that I want to have Mm -hmm. for my daughter and I. And I realize that I make sacrifices. And those sacrifices in my mind and in my life are very worth it. Mm. And so I started to shift my mindset and shift the conversations and the thinking that I had in my head. And you talked to me about how um, opening up myself to the universe mm-hmm. and to opportunities available to me, you know, and that didn't necessarily have to, you know, be an apartment. And yeah. you were like, you're creative. You know what I mean? <laughs> maybe it's like a grandmother suite or mm-hmm. maybe it's, you know, this or that or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was like, yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, I can make any space a home but what i just want is a space for her and i Mm -hmm. that's what i'm looking Mm -hmm. for a space that's just gonna be for for amelie and i yeah and yeah by the first of the year we (laughs) were in our studio apartment yeah yeah well and i think that that's really key in manifestation is we are really as humans this is not an insult we are small-minded right like i used to get caught up in I need this amount of money and the only way it can come to me is through my career. Mm-hmm. And when I stopped that and when I started to just shift it and be like, I get unexpected money 
you guys, the wildest shit would happen. I would be <laughs> picked to do surveys where yep. they would send you money in the mail. And then, like, literally $10 Nelson, in the mail. Yep. Nielsen ratings. Yeah. Yep. And Same then, thing started happening to me. Yeah. Right after yeah. we started doing the manifestation. Yeah. And, and so instead of being like, I need an extra $1,000 a month, so I need to get a raise, I'm thinking okay, no, I want to be able to own this, this, and this. I'm open to however it comes to me. And mm-hmm. if it's money, money shows up. Or if someone just gives it to you, it shows up. I mean, when you really stop limiting the way things can happen, I, yeah. I hate to sound cheesy, but miracles happen. Mm. No, they it really, really does. Do. I remember, Jackie, when you texted us in the group message mm-hmm. about your new apartment. And then after that, you had texted us some like a, a big blessing that had came to you. And I don't know if you want to share it or not. But I remember you can't say because I forgot what I said <laughs> <laughs> um, about your furniture. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember I texted you and I was like, you know, sometimes like I'm so proud of you for being on this path because our blessings come to us in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. And sometimes creator will bless other people mm-hmm. so that they can bless us. Yep. You know what yeah. I mean? And I just that it reminded me so much of, you know, those the conversations that you and I had had Mm -hmm. privately after I had said like yeah I really want (laughs) Mm -hmm. just Amy and I that's it nobody else no new friends (laughs) (laughs) well I want to the way that I uh, met these girls is actually a pretty fun one because I had been you know on the spiritual path for like seven or eight years all by myself well with my husband I should give credit (laughs) but you know he counts too (laughs) he, he counts but he's not a woman you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. And he doesn't give me the camaraderie. That I wanted I to bring like this up how we craving. all met. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, in my witchy ways, I had a new moon ceremony by myself in my backyard barefoot. Oh, yeah, I remember you said this. And I, we needed money. We had some big bills that we had to deal with. And so I called in to the new moon a tribe of women. And I can yeah. remember so clearly saying, I know you're out there and I'm going to know you when I see you and I can't wait to meet you. Aww. And I called in $20,000. <laughs> I did. And a week later. Girl, we- can you do the 20 grand <laughs> for <No>. me? <laughs> I need Just to work kidding. on it because here's the thing. A week later, we were robbed. <laughs> uh, that's right. I remember you and did say I that. I had all my jewelry insured and I got over 20 grand. Oh. And then a week mm-hmm. later, I met you guys. And it was, such, it was such a weird Thing, I got this intuitive nudge to go follow the vegan donut account because <laughs> I had a new Instagram. I had shut down my old Instagram because I was feeling too sensitive. And it was like, yeah. go follow the vegan donut account from your new account. And I was like, oh, OK, whatever. And from there, I'm like, follow the girl. So I followed Eva. <laughs> and like 10 minutes later, she posted about the women's circle. And I was like, this is so uncomfortable. This is so outside my, like, mm-hmm. but I'm going to do it. I'm <laughs> oh, going to sign up. This. So, I mean, within two weeks of of that new moon in my backyard, I had met you guys. And, and I, you know, I had the money I needed. I, I, the bills I needed to pay were paid. I was sitting at Bearded Bean right before we came into this recording. And I was having a conversation with Andrea. Andrea, I love you. <laughs> and we were talking about you coming onto the podcast. And Aww. I was like, oh, I'm going to go record. And Lisa's our guest. And I'm so excited. And this and that. And I was telling her how how she goes how did you meet lisa and i said we (laughs) met lisa through a women's circle and it's such a trip because women's circle that we could only facilitate 20 women at the Mm -hmm. time because of the space and the amount of time that we had and for her 
to have seen that post and then to make it into mm -hmm. the, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The event before it sold out or whatever, yeah. the event bright. Literally, it would sell out in like two hours. Yeah. You know what Maybe I mean? Maybe even like less than that would, sometimes too. Yeah, well, and 45 Because people were waiting it. for yeah. it. That's yes. why I remember. Well, and it got to the point, I remember after a couple, once we had all started to kind of bond, we would get the text ahead of time. Oh, yeah. yeah we were the special the regulars. Like, okay. all, it was all we the regular still, girls. We still need our star jackets. Remember we used yeah. to say yes. that? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I know. Gladys I, and Ileana get them too. Yes. Yes, they do. <laughs> and I always remember, like, I think it was the second woman's circle. I brought my mom. Mm, and you came good. up to me and like we knew we, like who we were mm -hmm. and i remember you just coming up to me he's like your grandma's here yeah. and i was like looking at you like this bitch like who does she <laughs> think she is you know and my mom looked at me and i looked at her and then she was like she is a strong energy and i'm like and after that, i remember like yeah i want to fucks with her i like <laughs> her she's cool yeah i that is my first women's circle i i don't consider myself like a, a psychic but i do have a very strong intuition mm. i have had quite a few dreams that come true and i can pick up on mom and grandma energy pretty strongly <laughs> really? so if someone's mom is hanging around them or their grandma i tend to feel it but with jackie <laughs> it was one of the most intense experiences because i could straight up see her grandma behind her wow. first women's circle and i remember telling her like she you're gonna think i have a crush on you because just the whole time i was, like, <laughs> I was just looking she was just staring at me i swear i thought you didn't like me i was like do i look funny do i look like do i not like am i not to her standards you know it's just like what the fuck you know but then when you came up to me i was like oh yeah and and the first time i saw you post a picture of her on instagram i gasped out loud because it was like i saw her behind, just <laughs> yeah. like but, like, with her arms, like, around wow. her. And with Eva, too, with her mom. Her mom, for whatever reason, she always feels, I feel the color blue mm. around her. But, like, she's, her presence has always been very strong. strong. It's quieter, but it's mm -hmm. strong. Your grandma is like, I'm here. Bitch, I'm here. Oh, yeah. Wow. Sounds like my mom. Yeah. I mean, my grandma, yeah. Yeah. So, I'm, but my grandma is, like, on my team of guardian angels Aww. now. Like, she, I have direct experiences with her through meditation and through dreams and stuff. So, I think grandma's, like, want to stick together. Grandmas know? are cool. Yeah. <laughs> grandmas like, and Let yeah. me know if you ever see my grandma hanging around. I, I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a lot of work, my poor grandma. <laughs> She's putting in overtime right now <laughs> but let me know if ever i'll, I'll accept that message yeah, for sure for but sure. then again going back to meditation <laughs> but like i know us as a group of friends we've done this with you with new moons full moons mm -hmm. you know woman circle even when we started doing like you know in the park meditation when yeah. we did that your first time doing it in the think in the park right yeah when we did that with andrea when she hosted mm -hmm. it which was amazing yeah so now you started doing because of covid zoom yes yeah, we did. When it first happened, we just, our group, we did some yeah. moon circles and stuff when yeah. everybody was doing everything on Zoom, right? Like, <laughs> just, like, crazy. Mm -hmm. And then just recently, I I feel like my spiritual awakening has been in stages. Like, I was alone for a long time. Then I met you ladies and really, really thrived there. And just in the last couple months, I've really felt called to share it on a on a bigger level. Mm -hmm. And so a few weeks ago, I did start a meditation Monday, which is happening every Monday at eight, if you're interested in coming. Mm -hmm. And it's been really, it's been really amazing. Um, it is for an hour on Monday nights, but the people, I've met some new people through it, which has been really cool. And I've done some work with some women 
one-on-one and two-on-one because of it, like who Mm -hmm. they've had an experience in the meditation and asked if we can go a little deeper. And some of the experiences have been like, I don't know, like my soul is on fire working with these women and I'm able to like feel where they're holding trauma Mm -hmm. in a way and tap into it. And I have had some, some just beautiful experiences. And then I get these messages from women that are like, I feel safe for the first time in 36 years. Wow. I felt my womb for the first time in 35 years. Mm, beautiful I, here. I felt, you know, the shame leave my body for the first time. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Mm. This is like, I think I already said, lighting up my soul, yeah. you know, and it's just amazing to to share it. I love that a lot of the work that you do centers around like women and healing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. when we do it's a true. lot of the meditation and even just like, I think one of the things that calls to me also that I feel very, it feels very familiar to me whenever we do guided, whenever I do guided meditations with you is that like all the points that we stop and kind of hit mm-hmm. and it's just like feel this part of your body and try mm-hmm. and tap into that, you know? And I don't know, I feel like just like feminine energy energy connects to feminine energy sometimes in a much deeper way and so I just it make it makes me feel so like happy for you to know that you've been able to do some of this beautiful work and especially work with women yeah Yeah. Yeah, like we have so much healing that needs to Mm -hmm. happen for sure fuck yeah we do yeah (laughs) and I know um For women, also, we carry a lot of our trauma in our womb, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And our uterus and stuff because it needs or trauma, I was told, is kept in like very deep muscle tissue. Mm -hmm. And so for women, that's where we keep a lot of our. I got to send you a video on TikTok about meditation about. Sorry, I saw (laughs) I saw something meditation trauma. And this was the girl like what you do with like meditation. Mm -hmm. And she was holding on to another girl's like. Like yeah, yeah, and she was crying, mm-hmm. and I was like, I gotta send this to Lisa. But then I started skipping around. <laughs> yeah, I, I, the the womb work, especially if you have had, I would say, miscarriages mm-hmm. or any sexual abuse. The womb work is, I mean, and and I, full disclosure, I have, I was like so many young women abused as a child, mm. and I would say the biggest change in my my external life came when I finally went into my heart and met this scared inner child that was there Mm -hmm. and then went into my womb and released the trauma that I was holding that had been there for, I mean, almost 30 years, Yeah, you know, and, and all my work in meditation has been helpful, but those two things have been like, I'm a different human and my DNA has been rewired. You know what I mean? And as the mother of a daughter, that's so important to me because you really do heal your children when you heal yourself. Yeah. I um, I had done like very traditional type therapy um, for a lot of years Mm -hmm. and before moving into spirituality. And I have done, I feel like a lot of the like inner child work through like the more traditional therapy. But I am... I've yet to do all of the womb work, I Mm -hmm. feel like. But I do know that all of that was very ignited for me when I became a mother. Like when I got pregnant and after going through like labor, Mm -hmm. laboring my daughter, that it just it changed my life and the way that I see myself and Mm -hmm. the potential that I have and things like that. It Mm -hmm. was really, so I know the, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, I, I've tapped into the power of my womb before, you know what I mean? But doing the, the womb work, I think is, 
so so hard it is it is and it's it's so connected to what we create in the world like from our energetic like our chakra centers that's your place of creation where you give birth not just to a child but you give birth to ideas and you give birth to the life you're creating and so Mm -hmm. if you're feeling really stuck it can even be money blocks can sit in your womb if you're feeling like you're really, really stuck a lot of time, that's womb work because your ability to create is stunted. I'm going to have so. to go over and do some one-on-one meditation Hell with you. Yeah. Girl, I'm going to start crying all over the place. Work. I mean, <laughs> think about it for like women, mm-hmm. the, your womb, you know, that is your 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 vessel for, for womb-carrying femmes. Your womb is your vessel for creation of life. Mm-hmm. That is the closest any person in this human form or human flesh is going to get to creator creation the light the universe you know what i mean you're that portal between the the universe and this world like think about that and that happens through and in your womb and in your womb space like that is so incredible that's alchemy yeah. you know what i'm it's saying it's like that like, picture i think eva shared it in our group one of our many group messages it's like this um, whole top is yeah. that group message group message, yeah. group message. No. <laughs> <laughs> one of them um it's i remember it was a picture and it was like the mom like um holding you know right here with the baby in her wound and then it was like the grandma and then the before that it was like all these oh, different yeah, like seven generations seven generations mm-hmm. and that was like the same thing it's like we're working on it and like we're like you said we're giving birth yeah. to new ideas it's like it can it's a continuous mm-hmm. system rhythm that we're all going to continue doing like you know in mexica yeah. culture it's believed that when you do healing work when you heal yourself you don't just heal yourself you heal seven generations forward and seven generations mm-hmm. back yeah and yeah that's like very very powerful it's, I it's think. powerful shit mm-hmm. that we all go through and shit like i'm going through it we're all going through yeah. it i know you're going through it yep. you're still going through it and you're yeah. helping others going through it yeah. going <laughs> through healing yeah. that's what we're talking about when we say it that's yeah what that's it what is. i meant yeah you guys know me <laughs> anyways but yeah dude like i love the amazing work that you do and Thank i'm so you. glad that you're in our lives to be honest with you you're such an amazing person amazing amazing soul you're just like our soul sister that we literally never had and now i get to share a new loving forever family with you thank you love i I love that our girls are growing up together that makes me so happy our little aries yeah all three of them right there's three of them yes yep our little play date trio of girls they're all triple aries that's crazy because i know you say if ever and end up getting pregnant and be the only one with the boy yep (laughs) (laughs) i'm convinced jackie's grandma's got a baby boy sitting with her just waiting for the right time my poor child man he's gonna be like hi hurry up mom aren't you ready yeah and i know i've said it to you before but i definitely want to say it to you on the podcast i am so proud of you for stepping into Mm -hmm. you know this this part of yourself and really embracing it because i think that you know it's so there aren't a lot of people who are willing to do this work on themselves Mm -hmm. and then willing to share that with other people number one and i think that and you know you have to kind of stand on your own Mm -hmm. right and stand by yourself the the crowds and the rest Mm -hmm. of the the norms of the world the sheeps of the world (laughs) you know what i mean the boring people yeah exactly (laughs) like you know they see you as like a part you know this is our circle and then there's Mm -hmm. the others Mm -hmm. right and i think that it comes from a very deep sense of 
self-worth and like self-realization you know what mm-hmm. i mean to to be able to stand by yourself and to say well you know this is who i am and yeah. so Fuck i'm it. glad that you know <laughs> that we've all met so that we can accept you just exactly the way oh. you are and we love it and again i'm just so proud of you for like Thank accepting you. that part of yourself and really allowing it to grow and to flourish you mm-hmm. know yeah. in that because having a supportive group of women has made such a difference yeah. you know what i mean because it's it's like my life changed yeah. after i met you guys yeah but i mean same i talk hella shit to pal like girl why can't you be like the girls i'm all texting you all pissed off over here <laughs> but sorry no no it's it's just i think we're in a time on this planet that you're really starting to see an awakening on like yeah. a mass level, right? Like people yeah. are waking up the last, as painful as the last year has been, my God, people are finally realizing some of the darkness that's been hiding yep. in the corners and people yep. have been trying to pretend like isn't there. And I think we, if you are a conscious person, you have a responsibility mm-hmm. to be a part of the change. And I always felt guilty because I'm not always out like you guys are at protests and and what I've realized is I have a space in this movement, too. Yeah. And I think I'm a better support to people by giving the people who are out there a soft place to come, a place to recharge their battery, mm-hmm. a place to release the energy that they're picking up out there. And, uh, you know, I'm it's not that I haven't Saturday. been to any rallies <laughs> and any protests because I have been. Yes. But it's I feel like my role in this awakening of consciousness is is different mm-hmm. yeah. and I'm, as I'm starting to like you said embrace that it's just been this really amazing like yeah, yeah. the coolest people and the coolest everybody just, has yeah. a lane some yeah. people are protesters some people are organizers some people are you know what I mean mm-hmm. like you said that soft space to land some people are the, check security over here some people you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. and it takes all kinds but exactly. when everybody gives the best of what they can mm-hmm. to the collective mm-hmm. that's what the collective you know thrives and that's what it's about right craziness happening on social media for me in the last like oh yeah 36 hours or whatever but like yes people keep on asking me all this stuff and I keep on saying like the same thing over and over like it's about collective liberation you know what I mean like that's what I want to see at the end of the day like you know when they're like yeah like 100% for like for our people like I want to put on for our people and make the ancestors proud like that's Mm -hmm. another thing I keep on saying but at the end of the day the end goal is collective liberation that's what I want for us like that's what I want for everybody is liberation, mm-hmm. not just my people, mm-hmm. all peoples. Para todos, todo. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But before we go into our regalos y cargas, I just want to share with you too, dude. I love the fact I can text you and be like all into my cards and all my <laughs> little geekiness when it comes to our spirit selves. When I'm be like, bitch, I want to start something new. You're like, yes, do it. just do it. do it. And I love that about you. I'm like, this is the only person I can tell you this to. Because <laughs> I feel comfortable because, you know, yeah. you and I like have... Not the similar same experiences, but like when it comes to spiritual, you're mm-hmm. like, boom, it's there. Yeah. Because yeah. I and think I, my apartment's haunted. I, oh, I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, I know it's a woman too. <laughs> Might not be a bad thing. <laughs> I think if you're feeling right now, if you're feeling called to do something, do it. Mm-hmm. You know, because there is this awakening happening. And 
there is a place for everybody. You know, yep. it's just, I can't say it enough. If there's something inside you saying, I want to create this, I want to write this, I want to embody this. Why would you say that? I have to write. I have to write. Yes. I was yeah. just recently saying that. I keep on saying like, I'm going to write. I'm going to write. I, you know, I keep on saying, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I just need to like get my dad healthy. Oh, I just need to get yeah. my daughter's birthday over. Oh, I just need to do this. I just need, you know what I mean? And I'm, I've been like, I've come to the realization I need to write through it. Yeah. Yep, like, exactly. I can't, you know, because it's always going to be something. Mm-hmm. It's always going to. And then I'm going to be like, oh, this, that, the third. It's always X, Y, and Z. Life never slows down. No. I need to write through it. And mm-hmm. so I'm getting on it. Yeah. I've been I doing my cards count. more often. That's one thing I've been doing card of the day. Ooh. Yeah. And I can, I haven't been putting it on Instagram a lot, but I've been putting more like on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And it's per- I didn't do it yesterday. And someone was like, where's your card of the day? Oh, nice. I needed to hear that. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, my That's bad. Awesome. I had a bad morning yesterday. So I was, like, trying to rush everything. But, yeah. Yep. So thank you. Like, really. Absolutely. But it was I love that you're here and that, again, we share space with you. Oh, yeah. thank you. I love you, ladies. So we'll add that Eckhart Tolle, The Power of Now, to our bookshop.org reading yes. list. Yeah. I have and, it down now. <laughs> yes. And you could access that via the LinkedIn in our IG page in the bio. And yeah, we'll get into Regalos y Cargas now, which is our... Oh, Rose and Thorn. Yes. Do you want to start? Do you want one of us to start? So that is like your peak in your pit yeah. of the day. You know, I had a challenging day. Um, I have mm-hmm. a very um, high demand career. And I would say that I had just quite a few. My mother-in-law canceled childcare today, so I had to <laughs> I had to close some really huge deals with an almost four-year-old Aries, and so my pit was probably just not not staying as calm with her as I would have wanted yes. to. And my my peak is being here because it's like. What a cool life that, mm. you know what I mean? Like, and that's what the last few months have really taught me is like, what a cool fucking existence this is. You yeah. know what I mean? And it just keeps getting cooler. So, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I, I, I'm going to say I'll like put a little feather in our cap. I think it's cool, too, that we actually like record in an actual studio and not like in someone's basement yeah. or garage <laughs> or like something. And you're like, babe, take care of the kid. I'm going to the studio. Right? <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> Do you want to go? Um, yeah, because I know sure. you got a lot. Gosh, let's see. My my carga is uh, my dad is still in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Anybody wants to shout, send out any prayers? <laughs> Very much appreciate it. We are trying to get him healthy. Still, I guess that's what it is. And but it's so, going through a positive. Some right we're, last time. I I got I got off of the phone with him right before we came into recording and it wasn't the best news mm. so yeah so okay. we're out of the icu now which it is we are one. pivoting yeah. towards a positive direction but there's like another complication so to speak so mm-hmm. yeah so i'll be back and forth again man my little car is like, <laughs> it's a trooper <laughs> a trooper y'all i might rent something because i'm starting to be like dang <laughs> but like 1500 miles on my no, car pues, see, going yeah, back and forth in like two weeks or something yeah. yeah it's insane anyhow so that is like definitely something weighing heavy on me and my regalo is we celebrated my daughter's birthday this week you know and she's six years old 
six-year-old. Yeah, and I'm just so incredibly grateful. She's such a gift. She really is. She literally changed my life in the best way possible. And people say that all the time. Oh, when you have a kid, your life changes. When you have a kid, your life changes. My way of thinking changed. My philosophy on life changed. My value system, I to a certain extent, changed, mm-hmm. you know, Everything, everything changed for the absolute better. And healing is not linear, but I think that she really forced me to heal because I wanted to be, and still to this day, I want to be the best mom that I can possibly be. For her birthday, you know, every morning I'll tell her the story about when she was born. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, yeah, and I was so scared and they thought you weren't growing in my belly anymore. And, you know, and all this stuff or whatever. And this year, you know, being practicing more the traditions of my ancestors, just, Mm -hmm. you know, I talked to her today about the day that she was born. And I was like, and you came earthside on such and such day yeah. at such and such time and she was like so excited that I use that like verbiage you know what I mean uh-huh. and another thing too this morning I you know or I, in the morning I didn't say to her good morning I said to her happy solar return Aww. and Aww. she loved that that That's was so like sweet. so that was like just the highlight of my whole day my whole week my whole month she's my everything she's my star so mm-hmm. Happy sixth birthday, baby. Mommy loves you. <laughs> oh, so sweet. <laughs> Can't believe she's already six. She's so, six. man, that means I've known her since she was like, well, four, basically. Mm-hmm. But, like, literally, I've known her. She's probably, you were pregnant with her. <laughs> literally, <laughs> right. like, now, like, after, like, COVID, we've known each other for 10 years, right? Yeah. So, I'm yeah. taking it. I've known you since you were pregnant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Same thing with you. She, I was going to say, Emily doesn't know a word before, a world before me. <laughs> no, she doesn't. I, in my, I feel, well, Obviously, she does. But like, you know what I mean? I feel like these are the years where she's really going to remember. stuff. You know what I mean? She remembers her birthday from last year. She remembers the different way in which I told her the story about her birthday Mm -hmm. last year. This year, it was obviously the same event happened, Uh but just the way that I said it to her she really lit up you know so this is a time that she really remembers and i love that she's gonna grow up and remember like gosh my mom's those have been my theas since (laughs) for as far as i can remember she has a cool ass theas around her yeah (laughs) raising her too helping your mama be you know 15 16 17 Mm -hmm. 18 20 be like no like you don't they for as far back as I could, exactly. I don't know, I bet my mom's been friends with them for as least as old as I've been. You yeah, know what I mean? Exactly. Because like, I think about women that, you know, were in my life and stuff like that. And they're like, oh, when did your uncle marry so? And I'm like, forever. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, been married forever. How old's my cousin? Like, yeah. Maybe a year after that, but no, nah, forever. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> we're gonna start uh, with my carga. I have a preteen bonus son. That is difficult. Mm-hmm. That is preteen. He's just turned twelve on the eighteenth of March. Mm. He's I. I wish he was three again. <laughs> I really wish you'd rather have toddler yes than tw- yes you know what i believe that yes shout out eddie i love you <laughs> no really i really he's i mean he's a sweet boy but oh my god i did not know taking a phone away from a 12 year old it's like a whole broken robot mm. oh, and wow. it's a whole hell of re- at home don't you you've spent time with eddie and maria yeah eddie's 12 too yes Vegas on sometimes we'll go and like because yes yeah I, i've learned mm-hmm. to not deal with it because again like i'm just a bonus mom but there's times and i want to see my husband like 
almost probably commit murder. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, you know what? Let me, I, I <laughs> let can't, me intervene. Let me intervene. Mm-hmm. It's just like having two Pisces together. It's just like, no, 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 no. <laughs> let, let me hold on, you know? Mm-hmm. Um. So yes, I love you, Dorian. You are a... <laughs> You're an amazing boy, but goddamn, right now I'm not gonna. <laughs> not you're gonna too lie. much. You're too much right now. Me regalo my rose. I know it sounds kind of dumb, or I don't know. It's I started taking CMOS. <laughs> I mean, that's something new for me because I had never had it, and I've always thought it was disgusting. By the way, I look at it, mm-hmm. it's just like jelly you know yeah it looks very weird it, it, it's got yeah like 92 minerals of all mm-hmm. of the minerals yeah, and vitamins the and then i was yeah and i was reading through it like you know doing my research whatever and it's really good for thyroid Nice. So it, it's a really good benefit for that too, and obviously, like for people that know me or hear the show, I talk about my thyroid issues. Mm-hmm. So it really helps out that too. So maybe taking the medication won't be as much needed in the future, mm-hmm. and also because, like you know, we're trying to still get pregnant, it's also beneficial for my husband. Mm-hmm. So nice. he, <laughs> the first time he says, "Like, what the fuck is this?" <laughs> you're like, "Baby, just drink, just it. drink it, just you're, take, you're, yeah, just take a shot of orange you're juice. You're got this. You're, you're good." Pat. Yeah, how you tell me? Just swallow. <laughs> Dude, tell me why Eva said that. Like, you must be used. I'm like, bitch. <laughs> but it, it smells like sea. Like, that's a straight up sea smell. Like, but there's like, no taste. Uh, like ocean? Ocean sea. Yeah. Huh. And it's it has like that salty smell. But when I put it in my mouth, like, I smell so good. That's what she said. I had to say it to myself. But like, when you like put like, it's a like spoonful. Shout out to the homegirl, Julissa. She's the one who gave it to me. Mm-hmm. She says you can put it in your shake or just take a like a spoonful, you know? Mm-hmm. So when I did that, I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, I'm putting this shit in my mouth. And I'm like, wait, I put worse things in my mouth. So like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you guys already know who I am, especially these two already know me. I'm a whole Sagittarius vibe right now. And then I put it, I was like, Ugh. but I was like, oh, it's not that bad. I was like, okay. why am I complaining? Mm-hmm. You know, and I just still took a sip of orange juice just in case. But mm-hmm. it's not that mm-hmm. bad. Not that bad. And I didn't take it today. And you know what? There's a difference. I felt I did not have energy at all today. And usually for the past two days, I'm all like up and at it. I'm you feeling this way. I'm not tired. And today I was like, fuck, why am I dragging? And I was like, shit, I didn't take my CMOS this morning. Someone smarter than me told me that in the springtime, like the the waking hours of when you should be the most productive is between five o'clock in the morning and 10 o'clock. And I was like, I'm going to get you at six, home girl. And well, I've been trying to do that. But it's hard to get like a lot of energy in the very morning. Yeah. And some, Mar- I was it Mariah or was it, who was it who told me to like take a cold shower? Mariah. Right? Yeah, and yeah. I was oh, like, Mariah. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. yeah, I love you, dog. But mm-mm. I like to come out like a lobster mm-hmm. out of the shower. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I wake up at 445 to get ready for the gym at 530. Yeah, bitch, I'm looking at me like I know you do. Yeah, I know you do. Yeah, for someone, even six is hard for me, and I'm like, <laughs> and you know what? I try to in the morning. I've been doing my little chant like in my head, like because I I try to motivate <laughs> si myself. No, I try to motivate myself with coffee, so oh. I do like the Folgers commercial jingle in my the bitch. Best I can't with you. Waking up, <laughs> it's Chemex in my because I have a Chemex, so I'm like a Chemex coffee. Maker. And you wiggle in you your bed. Know, I Do you wiggle in your bed when I you sing that song? Uh, you got to wiggle in your bed. Then it'll be really worth like, okay, I got to get up. I got to get up. I'm going to yeah. get your ass up tomorrow. 
I'm gonna text the shit out of your phone tomorrow. <laughs> oh damn it, man! <laughs> me and, me and, Lisa. Lisa. and I can't <laughs> and I can't turn my ringer off because I don't have Amelie. I'll so like, just in case, just plus in case. surprise, my dad is in kidding. the hospital. So like just in case, my phone. Usually, I turn my phone off at night, like my ringer, uh-huh. and so my alarm will go off at a certain time, mm-hmm. but no calls come through. Oh, it's like that mm-hmm. um, silent thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. unless yeah, unless I don't have the baby my thing. silent thing starts at 9 44 and it all the way till 4 45 and then that's when pat leaves to work and then i'm like okay i gotta get up yeah yeah i've i started to be a lot more productive too because i don't have any social media apps on my phone oh you did say that yes mm-hmm. and i'm very productive yeah yep i good and i have no unread messages in my email because when you're in line you can't scroll through instagram so you got to get through all your emails and you're like nope don't need to buy that i paid this bill i don't want to buy that unsubscribe here exactly i've unsubscribed anyway Thank Anyways, <laughs> so much for coming on to the show. We love you. Talking sure. to us. I we are so excited. But again, if anyone is interested in doing if you're okay like to do the meditation Mondays. Yeah, yeah. Um if you're interested, you can follow me on Instagram. It's Lisa Light 444 and I usually four, will four, post four, something four. about um, Meditation Monday. So yes. yes. Yeah. Perfect way to start your week. Or hit up the comadres and we can forward you over into her DMs. <laughs> we'll slide you through. There you yes. Go. <laughs> you see my fingers? <laughs> Girl, I'm... Thank you for listening, y'all. We're going to have to sign off. So I'll see you next week. Adios. Bye. bye. bye.